Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 102, 12-28 But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is time to favor her. The appointed time has come, for your servants hold their stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, for all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion, he appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come, that the people yet to be created may praise the Lord. For he looked down from the holy height, and the heaven the Lord looked down at the earth, to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem his praise when peoples gather together in kingdoms to worship the Lord. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened my days. O oh my God, I say, take me not away in the midst of my days, you whose years endure throughout all generations. Of old lay down the foundation of the earth, and the heavens the word of your mouth. You will perish, but you will remain. They will wear out like a garment. You will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. The children of your servants shall dwell secure. Their offspring shall be established before you. 2 Kings 4, 8-17 One day Elisha went out to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. And she said to her husband, Behold now, I know that this is a holy man of God who is continually passing our way. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put for him there a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp, so that whenever he comes to us, he can go in there. One day he came there, and he turned into the chamber and rested there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call the Shunonite. When he had called her, she stood before him, and she said to him, Say now to her, See, you have taken all this trouble for us. What is it to be done for you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. He said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said, At this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my lord, O man of God, do not lie to your servant. But the woman conceived, and she bore a son about that time the following spring, as Elisha had said to her. When Elisha came into the house, he saw the child lying dead on his bed. So he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and lay on the child, putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands, 
As he stretched himself out upon him, the flesh of the child became warm. Then he got up again and walked once back and forth in the house, went up, stretched himself upon him. The child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Then he summoned Gehazi and said, Call the Shimonite. He So he called her, and when she came to him, he said, Pick up your son. She came and fell at his feet, bowing to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Acts 14, 1-7 Now at the Iconium they entered together into the Jewish synagogue and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided, some sided with the Jews, some with the apostles. When an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, the cities of Laconia, and the surrounding country, and there they continued to preach the gospel. Good morning. My name is Tim Tribble, broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 102, verses 12 to 28, 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 8 to 17, and Acts 14, verses 1 to 7. In our psalm today, we have more talking about the praise and power of the Lord and how he is is omnipotent it goes through and lists all these different things in here uh, that God can do and has done and is able to do and making sure in the final verse in verse 28 the children your servants shall dwell secure their offspring shall be established before you that God takes care of us in 2nd Kings in our reading today we have another maculant conception story if you will so remember, going back, so we have the angel of the Lord appeared to Abraham, who had no issue, no son, no children. And they were hundred-ish years old. And they told, you know, this time Sarah will bear you a child. Sarah, of course, overheard that at the tent. She's kind of you know laughing about it. Right, I'm a little old for that. It happened. So they had children. And this was the beginning of the nation of Israel. God made a covenant with Abraham. And at this, at, at this old age, they had children. So here, fast forward a few years. So now we have Elisha, one of the prophets, with the Shunammite woman. And that's S-U-N-A-M-M-I-T-E. Shunammite. And it's in the country of Shunam. There was a wealthy woman. And... Whenever he, Elijah would pass through, Elisha would pass through there. She'd invite him to give him something to eat. Well, they finally wound up making a little room for him on the roof. Give him a place he could, you know, a bed, a table, a chair, to take care of him. And um, one day, came in and he said, uh, you know, was there something to do for you? There's some way I can help you. And, you know, for all you've done for me. And he's just, you know, we, we have a word spoken on behalf of the king or commander of the army. You know, something, you know, favor I can get for you. And she says, no, I, I live among my own women, uh, my own people. Um, 
and what can be done for you? And he says, well, she has no son. And her husband is old. So Elijah says, call her. So she comes over and he says, um, at this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. Um, and she's like, well, wait a minute, don't, you know, don't lie. You know, oh man of God, do not lie to your servant. Uh, you know, that's not, I'm too old. Well, guess what? She conceived and bore a son about that time that Elijah had said. Then um, Elisha, it, it kind of jumps real quick, but Elisha came back to visit and found the child lying dead in his bed. So he went in and he shut the door and he performed this miracle um, through God and raised the child from the dead. And it says, pick up your son. And she came and fell at his feet and she picked up her son and went out. And there's... Um, you know, a parallel there with Abraham and Sarah, and it's another, uh, if God wants something done, and there's a reason, and God has his reasons, it will it will happen, and it will be done. Nothing is beyond the power of God, even bearing children in old age, if that is what, the Lord, what God has in store for you. So, in our reading of Acts, um, we have Paul and Barnabas, so, well, Apostle Paul, well, Barnabas, a little lesser known, but Barnabas was, was Paul's go-to guy. That was his right-hand man, his battle buddy. They went out together. So they're at a place called Iconium. And they go into the Jewish synagogue. And they, it says here in, in the first verse, and spoke in such a way with a great number of both the Jews and Greeks believed. Um, but the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds. So they're dealing with this going through and they kept bearing witness they were true to God. The city was divided, some sided with the Jews, some sided with the apostles. And an attempt was made by both the Jews, Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and stone them. So they were trying to kill them again. And they learned of this and they fled to Lystra, L-Y-S-T-R-A, and Derby, D-E-R-B-E, uh, cities of Lyconia, and the surrounding country, and there they continued to preach the gospel. This is one of the times um, where Paul is out doing his ministry, and again, you know, we've, we've all experienced this. Uh, you have people that believe what someone is saying, people don't believe, kind of like what's going on right now, people go to sides, everybody picks a side, and then it kind of gets really, really ugly, really, really fast, and now, um, you know, they're going to be riled up against the point um, where they're going to have a public execution with stoning and so Paul and, and Barnabas are, are out of there uh, they take off and head to other places but they still continue to preach the gospel of the Lord and, and what Jesus did and what it means the sacrifice and that God's love is unending it is for everyone and just keeps keeps moving forward with doing the things that God wants them to do. So that's something for us that we can look at when uh, when things get tight, when things get tough, okay? And it's time to, uh, what we call it, tactical retreat. Change your plans. But continue on and continue to be faithful with God and faithful to God and faithful mm -hmm. for God and go out and continue to do those good things. Uh, move forward 
love your neighbor as yourself do that every day keep that in your practice if someone doesn't want to be loved then that's fine we can go go somewhere else there are plenty of people who are out there thirsting for the love of god and who need it in their lives because they need to know that they're forgiven because they think they can't be because of the things that they've done they're so horrible and so bad that god can't forgive them or they can't be forgiven and we need to let them know yep god forgives everyone for everything amen A prayer for peace from the Book of Common Prayer. Eternal God, in whose perfect kingdom no sword is drawn but the sword of righteousness, no strength known but the strength of love, so mightily spread abroad your spirit that all peoples may be gathered under the banner of the Prince of Peace, as children of one Father, to whom be dominion and glory, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. See you.